0: Another beautiful day in Indiana, baby. We are going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. They made another hire today. It was reported the Colts have uh, come to a terms with passing game coordinator Alex Tanney, formerly the quarterbacks coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Steichen, Tanney worked together with the Eagles under Sirianni when Tanney was the assistant quarterbacks coach. We're going to talk about the defense of the Indianapolis Colts, and we're going to talk about the Chiefs a little bit because I think that the Chiefs' defense ought to be the one that's emulated by the Colts. Instead of doing what the Colts do, which is concede, I listened to Rick Venturi on with Dan Dockage today on Indy Sports Ticket 1430, and it was awesome. It was great to have Rick back on the radio with Dan, who knows the right questions to ask, and Rick, who gives the right answers to Dan. It was awesome. Hearing him talk about spags really kind of wet my appetite for a more aggressive defense, and that's what the Colts have to become. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about Indiana basketball, what they need Saturday night in order to beat Purdue, and I believe that they will beat Purdue. Indiana in a really unique position right now in the Big Ten. They are among seven teams— in the middle of the Big Ten, each of those teams with either six wins or six losses, some six and six, like IU and Michigan State, uh, one or two, five and six, one or two, six and five, all kind of in that group in the middle of the conference. Those who separate themselves and bubble to the top of that group, they got a chance to go to the NCAA tournament, and those who don't, down the tubes, baby. National Signing Day, the, this was the traditional National Signing Day then you got the early signing day, and this is kind of, not a lot goes on this signing day. But Kurt Signetti spoke to the media again, and man, do I like that guy. I am vibing with this guy more and more and more and more. We're going to talk about it. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, February 7th, 2024, Brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. Look, Super Bowl coming up. You got prop bets at MyBookie. You got, like, prop bets bets that have nothing to do with football, a bunch that have a lot to do with football. You can bet on the game. You can do whatever you want at MyBookie. That's the point. You can bet anything, anywhere, anytime at MyBookie. And if you use the promo code Kent, you're going to have a raft of options that you can select as your sign-up bonus. How about that? That is what the people at my bookie do. All they want to do is make it fun for you. That's all they want to do. Make sure and subscribe to this channel. I won another auction at pristineauctions.com last night. This one got chances at a Hall of Famer signed with an inscription. That kind of jersey. All football. All right. All great NFL players, or at least good NFL players, most in this collection. and again, it's a mystery box. Most in the Hall of Fame. Most have had on a what like a Super Bowl MVP, that kind of thing. Uh, a league MVP. So uh, this is not going to be what the last one was that frankly was not too terribly popular with people it Was a member of the women's uh national soccer team and and that just that doesn't vibe with our audience and that's okay that nothing wrong with that it wasn't you know one of the people that people really actively dislike but uh, we gave it away to somebody whose daughter was going to appreciate it and then may pass it on as a reward to somebody else she coaches in suburban chicago Make sure to like this video. Uh, It's the polite thing to do on YouTube. Like all the videos that you watch. YouTube's a really interesting and dynamic place. You see a video, you like the video, hit the thumbs up. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. It's a really, really nice thing to do. Uh, And if you include a comment or a question, we will answer your comment or question. Let's get to the activity of the day, which is talking about sports. The Colts, they hired another coach. Hey, I thought it was interesting yesterday, and Rick mentioned this when he was on with Dan. It's kind of interesting that uh, the Colts, they fired Nate Olley and hired a new defensive line coach when that was really an an area of legitimate non-concern. Like, that group did pretty well, but they've gone out and gotten Charlie Partridge, who is a D-line coach with the Pitt Panthers. All right, that's fine. They have added a level of coordination to their coaching staff in hiring Alex Tanney as a passing game coordinator. He comes over from the Eagles. Nick Sirianni, look, Nick Sirianni in three years has gone to the playoffs three times, and he's gone to a Super Bowl. I don't know what the people in Philadelphia want. But as people continue to sort of strip-mine his staff, the Colts, they hired Steichen. Steichen hired Jim Bob Cooter. Now he's hiring Alex Tanney. Uh, like, there's been a lot of strip-mining of, uh, of Nick Sirianni's staff. So uh, he's cobbling together more and more staff. That here's what happens. If you're really successful, people are going to come for your people, right? If you're unsuccessful... Everybody's going to get fired. It's impossible to hold on to a staff. uh, Unless you're Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels is your offensive coordinator. Then he goes to the Broncos. Then he comes back. And Matt Patricia goes to the Lions, And then he comes back. But, you know, uh, that's because those guys, terrible, legit terrible head coaches while being good coordinators, at least under Belichick. So, uh, Tanny coming in. Good. And and the question about the Colts that I'm really interested in as as we continue to ready ourselves and steal ourselves for another season of Gus Bradley coordinated defense. And we all like Gus Bradley as a guy. He's a very likable guy, very charismatic. But his defense is bend don't break. It's about conceding yards and and conceding sometimes points. I mean the Colts yards equate to points. More or less. And you got a guy like like Steve Spagnolo, who is the Spags is a coordinator, and I knew him a little bit in St. Louis. He was the head coach of the Rams the year I was there in 19, or two thousand eleven. Then they hired Jeff Fisher for two thousand twelve. But Spags a guy defensively who gets after you. He tries to dictate policy to the offense. That's what he does. And Gus Bradley's kind of like, ah, we'll just keep you on the field until you make a mistake. And and that just seems like bad mojo. That's not the kind of aggression I want out of a defense. I think defensive football players want to be turned loose. So turn them loose. Let's go, Gus. Shane Steichen knows this. How would, and, and Rick mentioned this too. How would Shane Steichen is going to have this defense change with the staff that he's got, or at least give them the opportunity to manage their way through a change in the level of aggression for this defense. You cannot keep coming at offenses with what the Colts have, which granted, um, you know, the back end of that defense, not great, inconsistent. You had uh, Juju, who is injured quite a bit. You had kind of some tumult at the safety position, especially late in the season. With Julian Blackman going down, look, I love Julian Blackman. Great dude. If he can come back at full strength and, and kind of show himself to be a guy who can be counted on to be on the field 17 games or close and go out and play the football that he's played when he's been available to play it, I'm all for re-signing Julian Blackman. But Julian Black, I, I don't know. How do you guarantee such a thing? And injuries aren't individual moments in time. They aren't islands unto themselves. What they are, they are moments that beget more moments. You, you become injured, so you're more susceptible to more injuries and on and on and on until finally the tonnage of injuries have depleted all of your athletic uh, kind of differentiation and you move on to go do something else with your life. So a lot of injuries for Julian Blackman. Going back to when he was at Utah, that's why he was the third-round pick. You know, he had an injury that was serious and might have, they thought might have robbed him of his rookie season. Anyway, you've got to be aggressive defensively, or what are you doing? People in Indianapolis like aggression from the defense. That's why Eberflus was a terrible hire as the uh, head coach for the Bears. Because what do you got with with Matt Eberflus? You got the ultimate bend don't break defensive coordinator being hired into hired into a head coaching position, and the city of Chicago, man, you go down through the lineage of defensive football players in Chicago, where you've got Butkus and Bill George and Atkins and Obradovich and Singletary and Wilson and Marshall and Dent, McMichael Hampton, uh. Urlacher, you got lots of guys. Brown, for goodness sake, was great the one year. that He just changed that team entirely and and put the Bears in a position where Dick Geronimo all of a sudden looked like a really good head coach. That's what that city is. They love get-after-it defense. And they got the ultimate non-get-after-it defensive coordinator as their head coach. How does that work? It doesn't. All right. Got to get aggressive can Gus Bradley coach a defense with aggression. We're going to find out, I guess. Uh, by the way, Chiefs second in points allowed, second in yards allowed, fourth in turnovers generated, only 1.5 yards uh, points per or er, 1.5 points per possession. Chiefs no 1000-yard rushers nor receivers. 49ers Third in points allowed, fifth in turnovers generated, number one with 22 interceptions, a three-yard difference for the 49ers in net yards per attempt offensively and defensively. 8.4 yards net per attempt offensively, 5.4 defensively. You want to know how you go to a Super Bowl? That's how you go to a Super Bowl. Kansas City, not quite so good on the offensive end, a full two yards Behind the 49ers in net yards per passing attempt, but a half a yard less defensively in net yards per attempt defensively. There you go. Uh, IU's going to beat Purdue Saturday, and here's how they're going to do it. All right? Anthony Leal's going to start. If he doesn't, all bets are off. All right? Uh, Kahlil Ware must play. You cannot win this game without Kahlil Ware being ambulatory and on the court for a good long period of time, and he's got to play really, really smart. This is his opportunity, though, to show NBA scouts that he's ready to play, that if he can play, match up with Edie, and have that thing swing in IU's favor, mm, that is a really good sign for Kalil Ware in terms of his NBA preparedness. IU has got to focus possession uh, for possession. One possession after another for 40 minutes. Can they do that? They have not done it this year yet. And Baco, he's got to be assigned to mark one Purdue player and stick with that player. Because when they switch, when when they get complicated in their defensive schematics, McKenzie and Baco gets lost. And he can't get lost to, against Purdue or it's going to be all over. They will attack your area of weakness, or your area of lack of discipline, and they will kick your ass. That's what Purdue will do. Uh, Fletcher Lawyer must be taken away. You want to put Embackle on Lawyer and just say stick with him. Keep your face in his chest at all times. I'm good with that. you got to stop Lawyer. Game one this year down at Assembly Hall, Lawyer, four of four from beyond the arc. He cannot be that guy at Mackey Arena, and Indiana comes out on top. Uh Woodson. Oh, by the way, Edie's three and three against the Hoosiers when he plays ten or more minutes. So let's get off Zach Edie and stop talking about him like the defending college basketball player of the year is somebody who all by himself is going to beat Indiana because that is not what he does. Indiana gave up to Edie 33 and 16 last year and beat them at Mackey by like seven, right? 79 72 or something like that. Okay, Indiana, they do those things, they're going to win. And Mike Woodson's still not a big fan of Purdue. Purdue ended Mike Woodson's college basketball career in the Sweet 16 in 1980. Woodson fouled out of that game. That's his last memory as a Hoosier, fouling out against Purdue in the Sweet 16. And that's the last time Purdue went to the Final Four, by the way. Kurt Signetti. I want to talk about Kurt Signetti for a minute because he talked to the media today for about 20 minutes and he was awesome. I like Kurt Signetti and I like his uh, strength and conditioning coach, Derek Owings. Derek Owings says he wants to build the fastest, most violent team in America. I like that. Football is a violent game, you have to be prepared to compete at a violent level. And you got to have great speed. Go back to when Indiana was good. Indiana was good when the numbnuts who are now down in Alabama, or were, I don't know if they're still in Alabama, they got guys from running like 18 miles an hour to running 21 miles an hour, and all of a sudden, Indiana's speed was a really positive point of differentiation. If Derek Owings can do that, welcome to Indiana, baby. Signetti. Uh, he said that the biggest challenge he's got, recruiting-wise, is changing the brand of Indiana and making sure that recruits understand that Indiana is going to win, and, and not three years from now. They're going to win next year, and when Kurt Signetti says it, he says it in a way where you're like, all right, I guess they are going to win. He has sold me on him and on Indiana bat, or Indiana football, and that is not an easy thing to do. I've been around for a while, you know. I have seen, and there are things I have seen, an unrelenting series of losing seasons and misery. I have seen boys with their arms ripped out and their legs torn off. I haven't seen that, but I have seen losing at a historic level. In fact, the losing is program in college football history right down there in Bloomington. But Signetti's saying all the right things. To, at least he's getting me excited. If he's getting me excited, what are the players? They got to be excited, right? He wants to dominate recruiting locally. Big kiss to Kurt Cignetti. Uh He wants to play tough and fast. Everyone does. But when he says it, it sounds a little bit different. And I like it. Uh, he's about preparing to compete. Not competing as they compare as they prepare, but preparing to compete. And there's a difference, and I like that too. Competing is for Saturday. Preparing is for Sunday through Friday. I like that. And uh, he seems exceptionally well organized. I don't think that this is a guy who's late for stuff. I don't think that this is a guy... With disorganized thoughts. And no offense to Tom Allen, but that guy hasn't had an organized moment up here in a long time, if ever. Like he's thinking this and he jumps to that and he's going over here. Drove me crazy and it's got to drive players nuts. So, Kurt Signetti, welcome to Indiana. You have done nothing but uh, succeed. To this point, in at least getting me ready for the season, I'm ready. I'm faster than I've ever been. I am more ready to exert violence upon opponents than I've ever been. I don't know what that gets you. And like he said today, everybody wins in the spring. There's no scoreboard in the spring. So, you know, you win as much as you talk. And Signetti's a really good talker. We'll see what happens this fall. I just, I kind of can't wait. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl and about every other damn thing that's going on. Make sure and like this video, subscribe, because when I get that jersey, we will find out together what it is. And from that, you'll find out what you could win. But you got to be a subscriber. Got to be a subscriber to this channel and to two big brains and and you could win and i send them right away like as soon as i get them as soon as i draw a winner i write a little note get the envelope together and and off the box goes to the recipient we don't we don't screw around and get them to you like well it's coming in 6 or 8 weeks nah you'll get them within like 2 3 days period because you deserve that kind of service from me. It's the kind of service I'd want, so it's the kind of service I provide. There you go. Have a great night. Enjoy yourself. The weather is gorgeous. I'm going to go for a bike ride. How about that?